0: Hey man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah man, well turn it up man!
1: This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash thegaragerockshow to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thegaragerockshow. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week. George, what's going on, man?
2: Nothing, man. How are you?
1: Good. Thanks for joining us this week. Thanks for having me. Of course, as always, uh, this episode number 60, Friday, May 17th, 2019. This month's giveaways uh, include Bad Religion's new album, Age of Unreason, Led Zeppelin's How the West Was Won live three CD set, Pink Floyd, The Early Years, DVD, CD, Combo, or Long Strange Trip, Untold Story of the Grateful Dead Blu-ray, your choice. If you're a winner, we'll contact you. All you got to do is text the word podcast to 68683. Go through the steps to confirm your entry for this week's giveaway. Uh, And a shout out to a lot of the people that are listening out there in St. Paul, Minnesota, Overland Park, Kansas, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Syracuse, New York, Phoenix, Arizona, Kalamazoo, Michigan, Boise, Idaho, and more. Thank you guys for your entries. Uh, and let's move on to some new releases this week. Uh, on the 17th of May, new albums out on the billboard album charts from Alex Leahy, Carly Rae Jepsen, Diane Warwick Institute Interpol. That's pretty cool. They got a new new EP. Um, I think it's probably been a while since they put something out I would I'm guessing.
2: I, I love the first album but I didn't follow yeah up with them. afterwards. Yeah, sadly. Uh
1: yeah. Uh so they got a new one. It's called A Fine Mess. Uh that E P is out, so check that one out. Uh Lil Kim. Wow, no shit. Uh she's got an album album out. She's fat. <laughs> <laughs> Motionless and White. Uh Operators it has got a new album. It says Title TBA. They haven't figured out the title yet. Uh
2: unless that's the title yeah
1: right (laughs) could be could be steel pulse has got a new album out great uh reggae uh band steel pulse man that's so cool that they're putting out new music still have you ever seen them live no sadly no oh man they're one of the best live reggae bands if you guys ever get a chance to see steel pulse they will not disappoint they're they're pros man they just got it down to a science. Also, uh, new stuff from The Head and the Heart, The National, Tyler, The Creator, and Zombie. So, check that out. Uh, rock News this week. Headlines, uh, Black Sabbath members reunited with Bill Ward at a Grammy event over the weekend. Rival Sons performed a, performed a Sabbath medley in honor of the metal legends. Here's a picture from the event. Check it out, George. Look at them. They look uh, healthy. They look good. Bill Bill Ward, for the most part, looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, they were honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award by the Recording Academy. Grammy Salute to music legends ceremony at the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles on Saturday night, May 11th. Most n- notably, the evening saw Sabbath members Tony Iommi, Geezer Butley reunite with a strange drummer Bill Ward. They did not perform, uh, unfortunately, but Rival Sons performed in honor of Sabbath rocking a medley of War Pigs. Changes, is paranoid. Uh, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, of course, was ab- absent. He's been recovering from his injuries. He's got a lot of shit to deal with but, totally uh, man it's just kind of a bummer that they just can't kind of you know they they come together for these awards events <clears throat> you always see it right like the some of these bands that are kind of estranged with members that are kind of on the fringe and uh they come together for the awards events and uh you know it's they're honored uh rightfully but you're just kind of wondering like damn man they just couldn't couldn't figure it out right it's all right. Kind of financial and dollars and stuff like messy business uh, speaking of messy business, uh, Epicenter Festival has been a disaster this past weekend. Severe weather, traffic nightmares, and canceled sets. Uh, according to the reports, I'm sorry for all of our listeners that are out there on the East Coast that might have went to this. Um, dang, it went on in North Carolina. Uh, apparently, attendees were trapped in the parking lots. You're looking at a picture there. What are what are we looking at, George? A fucking a, a fucking mess in the parking lot, right? Just like a bunch of taillights. That's a nightmare. It looks like no rhyme or reason. A nightmare. Yeah, no rhyme or reason. I think they totally, it says, Poorly designed parking lots. Performances from Tool and Judas Priest were canceled. Um, Here's. uh, Let's look at some of this footage real quick. I have this queued up. I wanted you to see this uh, video uh, footage that someone took of inside the festival grounds uh, after uh, one of the um, storms went through and destroyed some of the stage setup and area uh, in this this is when they were apparently um, evacuating the festival grounds and here's some video footage uh says it's what does it say on the on the video something about seeking shelter in your car instead of the festival grounds during the Oh my weather. god look at the the what are we looking at here for the listeners describe it
2: well, all of all of the rigging and the entire stage uh, at a forty five degree angle, um, ninety degree angle mess.
1: That's horrible, right? Wow. It's the ta- the stage is totally upside I hope down. No one was hurt. Yeah, I mean that looks that is that it that looks absolutely horrible. And then I saw some other video footage of the actual storm as it was going through. It was like a hurricane. I mean, it was. The winds were, you know, it must have been like 50, fucking 60 miles an hour to, to take a stage like that, which is a professional quality stage. I mean, we're talking, that, that's that got to be, you know, thousands and thousands of pounds, and it's right. just totally just tipped over like a table. Uh, and so a lot of people went to social media to vent, and a lot of people were saying, I sincerely hope... Uh, uh, this festival works hard to attempt to make things right for, for those of us who, A, as of Saturday night, spent more or four hours in traffic with three miles within three miles of the venue, also paid full ticket price for ticket packages in December, and now those people are hearing of tickets being sold for a dollar at the venue... What? ...in order to inflate attendance numbers. So that created even more traffic, uh, and they also spent over an hour in line waiting to see a show that had already been canceled... So man, that's just a bummer. And the festival doing that dollar stuff to try and inflate it last minute—that's horrible, right? Yeah, that's such a dick move to everybody who's paid for tickets, and you know those guys that have—they've uh, been there on the—they were there on the on sale. They're the true fans. They were the ones that took the risk, and they're the ones who get screwed in these things, you know. True. And that's—it's such a, such a bummer. So hopefully they're gonna make it right. Hopefully they're gonna do something to uh, to make it up. Uh, and also speaking of disaster festivals, uh, this is also in the headlines this week as Woodstock 50 has pretty much come unwound and how Michael Lang is still trying to salvage it. So here's the deal. We've been hearing about it little bits and pieces over the past couple weeks, and we're probably going to finally hear the final story in the next week or so, but this is pretty much a summary of what's been going on. Uh, here's the deal. A lot of people were telling Michael Lang to just forget about it, uh, and apparently he ignored a lot of solid advice. Most agents and promoters tried to talk him out of the multi-stage camping festival he wanted to hold at Watkins Glen International, which is a speedway, four-plus hours north of New York. That's a long drive for a lot of people anywhere on the East Coast, right? The site was too risky, agents argued. Just last fall in 2018, Fish had to cancel its Curveball Festival with one day's notice because a storm had contaminated the town's drinking water. So, I mean, that just happened in the fall, right? And then this guy's trying to do the festival this next next year? I mean, just right off the bat, off that first thing before we go any deeper, doesn't that sound like a bad... Bad idea, right? It does. It was a huge festival that had to be canceled at the same size. Uh, so anyway, so one agent was talking about how Lang was told that Baby Boomers, nostalgic for the Woodstock era, would not want to travel uh, all that way up for a camping site without surrounding hotels or Airbnbs. Also, side note, got to ask, as you as, you know, me, as I get older, I'm 36. I'm I'm kind of, I, I agree with that. I don't want to be forced to camp camp in a shitty ass tent on the grass in the mud if I don't have to you know what I mean right and for a festival to have other options that's I would choose that festival that had the other options right over another one that didn't
2: sure some people will you know not mind roughing it and making it a part of their experience and other people who've you know, already been there and done that, and ready to move on to <laughs> right. a, a nice B and B. There's no harm in that either.
1: And here's the deal: hold that thought, because they were trying to announce $369 weekend passes, and then Michael Lang chose to announce a new $450 price in a new interview with Consulting Densu, which is the the artist's uh, firm that paid for this festival. Basically, uh, that he wanted 150,000 people and he the Coachella tops out at 125. He wanted more than that. He was in, you know, and they were saying no. Uh so they had to drop it to 100,000 and that the site couldn't even handle safely more than 75,000. So and he was still trying to charge more for that. I mean, would you pay $450 for something like that? I I know I, I
2: wouldn't. I don't think so. Uh fuck that.
1: So anyway, that's just a bad it's a bad stain on an iconic Thing you know, Woodstock, and he right. tried to get it done, and he just didn't do it the right way, and it's just, it's well, just a shame. Right? In
2: the meantime, do you know? I don't want to get too far away from moving on in the news, but oh no, do you have any idea what's going on with the other Woodstock festival?
1: Yeah, that one's actually doing really well. It's like in Bethel Woods, and okay. uh, it's closer. It's actually on closer to the actual site, right, of the original one. And that one is doing really well because that one has the backing, I think, of either Golden Voice or Another Planet Entertainment. Okay. They have some really solid bands that are lined up, and it's supposed to be doing really well. So I imagine that one's still going on as planned perfectly fine, and I, I imagine that's going to be the shining star of that uh, type of stuff this year. So There you go. Uh, yeah, at least there's a silver lining there for you fans out there on the East Coast. Uh, Alright, so, moving on to some more rock news this week. Dave Grohl, Courtney Love, Francis Bean Cobain being dragged in a Nirvana legal battle with designer Mark Jacobs. So, here's the deal. Courtney Love, her daughter and members of Nirvana are named in this lawsuit. Mark Jacobs is filing this lawsuit and he's planning on calling all four of them as witnesses in the case. And Mark Jacobs is basically defending himself, saying he basically introduced the world to grunge and that he created that logo, and Nirvana doesn't own the rights to it. What do you think of that? I mean, that smiley face logo that we're talking about. Well, did he create it? He says he did. That's what he says. Here's the deal. He, okay, so Nirvana, the smiley face image we're talking about is the, the face with the X's over for the eyes, right? Right. They claim to have trademarked it as Nirvana. Jacobs defended himself, saying he basically introduced the world to grunge. He says the smiley face is his work and not Nirvana's. He referenced the style in many of his collections, he says, and he's demanding the lawsuit be tossed and filing his own counterclaim. Isn't that crazy? Totally. I mean, do you think he has a point or I don't know? I mean, do you think that's actually something? Do you think he really did and then maybe Kurt saw that somewhere in Europe or something on some kind of a design and maybe ripped it off or something? Could it be possible?
2: Who Yeah, that could be possible. I mean, I guess that's what the whole... uh legal uh, wrangling is going to determine you know it is isn't it a shame that it even has to be that way but
1: I know right and we were just talking about like kind of tainting these legacies of things like that and this is another thing where it's got to be like Mark Jacobs like really gonna sue the remaining members of Nirvana and say that he owns that I don't know seems crazy to me crow milk of course is the protein based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The, the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, But crow's milk does so much more it, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none, you know. And it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it <laughs> it really it makes you it you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah, because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that. I don't give a fuck mentality. Yeah, on crow milk. Yeah,
3: exactly. Crow. Yeah, crow milk. Drink it, drink it, and, and be one with with your own, um, with your karma.
1: Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk. So, thank you, crow. But well, we have another special guest in the studio, guys. Dahlia has joined us.
4: What's up, Garage Rock Show listeners? Dahlia
1: has graced us with her presence. Just Welcome. gonna,
4: just you know, gonna stop in for just a second and say what's up. Nice.
1: <laughs> well, I think you're gonna be just in time for some trivia. If you want to stick around for the trivia, I do. Did you
4: did you guys talk about that uh, uh, that Game of Thrones thing? I kind I sent it to you on sa- on social media. I it have was, it coming
1: uh, up. If you want to, it's right after the trivia. Oh, all right. Let's let's do the trivia. Uh, Greta Van Fleet announced an, uh, a tour, guys. It's all over North America. Make sure you guys check it out. They're coming around uh, San Francisco uh, beginning of October. So, um, And then look at this. Sammy Hagar's high-tide beach party. Look at this. Sammy in the circle with the Beach Boys. Wear her hat. It's in... Um, shit, where is it? Uh, it's in the
4: desert. Huntington Beach. A, Huntington Beach, California.
1: Yeah. <laughs> with, uh, look at that. The Beach Boys. Vince Neil, Motley Crue, Night Ranger, Blue Oyster Cult, Extreme, Steel, Steel Panther, Gosh. Tony Lewis from the Outfield. Wow, no shit, huh? Jesse's, oh, wow. All right, Patty Smith and Scandal, Eddie Trunk. Uh, so I don't know I mean it's kind of a decent it seems like all just a bunch of his friends and stuff but yeah uh, anyway so it's a
4: cock rock beach party yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> check out Sammy's beach party it's uh, when, when is it going on September 28th and 29th Huntington beach uh, high com. if you want to check that out all right so on this day in music history trivia May 17th 1980 this original drummer from this band leaves and or is fired depending on who you ask. From the band he co-founded on May 17th, 1980. Was it A, Bill Ward from Black Sabbath, B, Peter Chris from Kiss, or C, Brian Downey from Thin Lizzy? Dahlia, Dahlia what do you think? Uh,
4: so, from the band he co-founded on All of May drummers. 17th in 1980. No, no, no. no, no.
1: He, he, left. he left the band on May 17th, 1980. He co-founded. Originally in the sixties or seventies or whatever, the, you're you're reading Well, it wrong.
4: Black Sabbath and Kiss were from the seventies.
1: Dolly, no, don't get on the date. It's, uh. He did not co-found the band on 1980. That's not what oh, it says. Okay. He left and/or is fired from the band he co-founded on this day. Oh, oh, in May seventeenth, 1980.
4: Sorry, it's been a very long day. That's My apologies. Okay.
1: No problem. Now you know. <laughs> Knowing's half the battle, G.I. Joe. Uh,
4: I'm going to go with Peter Chris from Kiss.
1: What do you say, George?
2: I'm going to agree with Dahlia.
1: Well, you guys are absolutely correct. <laughs> uh, Peter Chris leaves Kiss on this day in 1980. Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley both say that Chris was fired. Uh, Chris, however, has maintained that he quit the band. He was replaced by Eric Carr, but returns to the band with Ace Freely in 1996. So there you go. But on later this year, Ward, Bill Ward, Black Sabbath's drummer, disappeared on the 21st of August, 1980, without saying goodbye, other than a telephone call to then Black Sabbath vocalist Ronnie James Dio, informing him, I'm off then, Ron. He briefly played <laughs> in a band called Max Havoc, sat out one album from Sabbath, and returned to Black Sabbath for 1983's Born Again album. So he did leave, but he just never even... Like, he, did, he didn't even have an explanation, according to everyone else. So it was kind of kind of a strange situation <laughs> uh, for both of those drummers. All right, double trivia edition, guys. On this day a music history trivia, May 17th as well. We're going back to 1987 now. This musician and his family's home was intentionally set on fire. They escaped unharmed but are traumatized by the blaze, which is determined to be arson. The perpetrator is never caught. Was it A, Keith Richards, B, David Crosby, or C, Tom Petty? Dahlia, what do you think?
4: Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Do you never, you don't remember hearing about this?
4: Uh, Honestly. I feel like we talked about it. Um, I don't, but I don't ever g-
1: remember hearing about this, I got to say.
4: I'm going to go with David Crosby. For whatever reason, that's what's coming to mind.
1: David Crosby, okay. I don't know. Uh, George, what do you think? It sounds
2: vaguely familiar, but I can't um, remember. I'll say Tom Petty. Just Tom because. Petty?
1: Just because?
2: Because I miss him so much.
1: Oh, I know, oh, man. I know. Why do the fucking good ones gotta go? Yeah.
4: <sighs>
1: Tom Petty, just to be it fair, was, guys. The gotta go. It was Tom Petty in 1987. Oh, wow. His home in Encino, California burned to this ground on this day in 1987. His family escapes unharmed but are traumatized, obviously, determined to be arson. his uh, He's in the house with his wife at the time and housekeeper and daughter. 10 a.m., his daughter noticed the flames. They all evacuated. Petty crawling out as the smoke lowers. Within an hour, the house is burned to the ground. Only parts of Petty's basement recording studio spared. The housekeeper suffers burns on, on her and, and everyone else is unharmed. They retreat to hotel and rebuild Annie Lennox, who is Patty's neighbor, or excuse me, Petty's neighbor, Dave Stewart's house at the time of the fire. Make sure that they have clothes and other essentials. So, she helped out Tom at that time. They determine that the fire was started deliberately with clear-cut evidence of arson. The sobering news torments Petty, who has to deal with the fact someone tried to kill him and his family. His tour with Bob Dylan goes ahead as planned. With his family joining him on the road, gradually Petty comes to his term with uh, the ordeal. Using music as his outlet uh, in his 1980 album, or excuse me, 1989 album, Full Moon Fever, includes the song, I Won't Back Down, where he sings, I'll keep this world from dragging me down, gonna stand my ground. He does just that, rebuilding his house on the same plot of land. It was kind of like starting over for me, he says. So there you go. Pretty cool. It is. Um. All right. Movie, TV, entertainment news. Real quick. James Cameron acknowledged that Avengers has unseated his Titanic record. He posted this photo of him, kind of like saying a message to to Titanic guys. He's basically congratulating. Here's the deal. Uh, it, it it has got. Get this. So, sixty three million across four thousand six hundred sixty two theaters globally. The juggernaut had grabbed another one hundred two three. 2.3 billion bringing its global haul to 2.5 or excuse me 2.5 what what the hell why did i wrote write that that doesn't oh it's 2.5 billion putting it within striking distance of avatars 2.9 billion so they're at 2.5 billion that was supposed to be 102 million gotcha. i don't know why that said that um I didn't write that, but I just copied and pasted it without proofreading. (laughs) Come on, Chris. Um, All right, so uh, final contestants, American Idol. The only guy that I care about, that guitar player guy, Alejandro Aranda, is in the top three now. So I think that's kind of cool. So he's going to the season finale. Uh, We'll see who wins. Uh, Bad week for Steve Harvey. All of his shows were basically canceled. Did you guys hear about this? No. Mm. Steve Harvey's daytime show, Steve, has been canceled, and he's going to be replaced by Kelly Clarkson's new talk show in the same time slot. Also, Steve Harvey is out as the host of the kids' talent show, Little Big Shots, and he's going to be replaced by Melissa McCarthy. Uh, I think that's kind of a good choice. Melissa McCarthy would be kind of funny.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, Well, maybe people were starting to feel like because he was on so many shows, including Family Feud. Yeah. Yeah. Are we still watching? What's happening here? Are we watching the same thing? Did we fall asleep?
1: Or almost like give someone else a chance too, right? Yeah, and it's just like, hey, Steve
2: Harvey's on this too? What the fuck's going on? I mean, good for him. I like him. Yeah, I like him. It was a little overkill.
4: A little overkill, and he can be slightly inappropriate. So if you want younger viewers, (laughs) Steve Harvey is probably not the right choice. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, So they pulled the plug on all that shit. Uh, Alright, so check it out guys Uh, Dahlia, as as she was mentioning Game of Thrones spoilers ahead If you haven't seen any of the latest episodes of Game of Thrones and you don't want to hear about it, tune out now, we'll give you a break Do, 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 do Tune out now, you don't want to hear some spoilers, alright Here we are, Game of Thrones uh, the latest episode, "The Bells," was the second Ugh. to the last episode.
4: The wor- almost the worst episode.
1: Okay, so Dahlia's saying oh. already off the bat, it was the. S-
4: I'm gonna be one of those 460,000 people who are signing the petition to redo season eight.
1: I have that article as well here, <laughs> babe. So what what was it? Tell tell the listeners who have seen the episode who are listening now. What was it about it that you didn't like?
4: Well, for me, they've built up the characters and the storylines so much. Yep. And on episode five, season eight, they kind of just were... um, It seemed like just tying up loose ends. Like, the whole episode was basically... Um, Daenerys with her dragon burning down the whole entire city. I'm like, right. I c- okay, I could have done this myself. Uh, <laughs> I could have written this storyline. I could have produced it myself. That's all you see the whole episode. And I was like, okay, well, maybe they filmed it during the holiday season. And everyone was on vacation. So <laughs> That's another good point. They're like, okay, let's do the kill scene real quick because I got to get out of here. Well, you know?
3: do you have low energy, fatigue, <laughs> a case of the moon base? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence, longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? Ball Jack's the key. Made from a patented blend of 1,000 milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true Ball Jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stack. 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba, helping to stimulate the brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking ball jack. <laughs> Plus 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living malaysian tiger wow and an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate ball jack will transform you from the pathetic lazy stupid idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a buster rhymes hype man in just seconds <laughs> grab the intensity grab the heat grab some ball jack. right in the ball jack Available at participating local motels. Copyright rockshow.com, All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming.
1: (laughs) Come on, Nancy. No,
3: no. (laughs) See, she's she's just, she's
1: so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even properly put to words, Charles. Just listen
3: to the non-forced consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey.
1: James, well, how do you how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James, he's playing James. And got, James is jacked got, out I of his mind right James. now too. <laughs> he can't
3: even put it oh, in words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no T plus.
1: <laughs> a Game of Thrones fans have launched a petition demanding a redo of this final season. What? It has already got over five hundred thousand signatures. By the time you're hearing it, it's probably more.
4: It was that bad.
1: Uh, here's the deal. What Dalia does have a point. Here's the thing. Uh, they, uh, here's the, the quote on the petition, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss have proven themselves to be woefully incompetent writers when they have no source material, i.e. the books to fall back on. This series deserves a final season that makes sense. Subvert my expectations and make it happen, HBO. So he's calling them out. And that's a good point about the fact that they're not using the source material from the books anymore. And you make a good po- point by saying anyone could have re- wrote, wrote that ending because they don't have any source material. It's not compelling. It seems like kind of a cop-out, yeah. a cheesy way of just kind of doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, for us that have been watching the season, she has been like, you know, the breaker of change. She's been like the one that's been freeing all these people, a very positive force in the series. And then all of a sudden, she just she snaps and... Turns like totally insane, mm. and so I don't know. Uh, also, another thing that people don't like is the sloppy editing for this season. Uh, we <laughs> have another one. Yeah, here's another one.
4: I didn't see that.
1: This is that. Oh, his
4: regular hand. Yeah,
1: that's his regular hand. Oh. Um Jamie Lannister is known for having a gold hand. He got his hand infamously cut off. I think it was in season two or season three. Yeah. And he's had a gold hand ever since. And in this promotional shot here, you see his hand is just a totally normal hand. So what? people are like, what the fuck? Why is that grown back? Rushed. We saw the Starbucks cup uh, or well, it was some other coffee company uh, cup on the table that they didn't edit it out. And it's just been a sloppy season all around, I think. But uh, there have been some shining moments, some gems. Well, yeah. I enjoyed the, the Gregor awesome. Clegane and the Sandor Clegane fight. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was amazing. I thought that was the best part of the episode. Yeah. And also Arya surviving the carnage and riding off on that horse to go do what she's going to do for this last episode. Yeah, they so. better make it good. That's right. Here's the deal though. Let's move on uh, to this game of Thrones. Characters have been named over 3000 babies guys. Oh, geez. <laughs> According to social security data, Aria is number one, 2,500 kids have been named Aria in the United States. Born 2018 with these names. Number two is Tyrion. Number three is Brienne. Number four is Jorah. Then we got Sansa, Caitlin, Ellaria, Oberyn. I need Theon. a column
4: with all the pets that have been named after <laughs> Game of Thrones characters.
1: I would not want to name my kid after that uh, a character in a series. Uh. I think that's pretty cheesy. Name your pet of, after that, right? I don't know. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, there were some
2: elevens. Uh,
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. From, uh, from uh, Stranger, uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I don't yeah. know. That's just like such a pop culture cheesy thing. I don't know. Why would you want to name a kid something like that? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to some world news, guys. Uber is on the stock market. Uh, earlier this week, May 10th, it announced its pricing at $45 per share. Wow. That is its IPO. That was the lower end of its target price, apparently, because here's the deal. They have a market value of $82 billion. I wonder
4: what the projection is over the next five years for the stock to range from. So it's $45 now. It could be They're upwarded. not giving
1: it a lot of faith. They, uh, they, they say, here's the deal. There's rising doubts about the profitability of ride-hailing uh, services since Lyft went public six weeks ago. Didn't do very well. Now Uber's doing it, and Uber has lost nine billion dollars since the company began, and has acknowledged it could be years before it starts making a profit. I mean, isn't that crazy? Like Uber. Yeah,
4: so it's forty-five now. Next year, it could go down to fifteen or twenty dollars per share. But then that would be a huge. But drop. you have to look at also like what's going on with like vehicles and public transportation. It's so hard that to predict. Could, that could it's all change. It's hard to predict. You know. Um,
1: yep, definitely. Um, All right, more world world news. As PG&E, utility power lines, have been ruled as the cause of the deadly campfire that was here in California. It killed 85 people and destroyed thousands of structures here in California. The electrical line sparked on the fire on November 8th. Uh, PG&E has said in April that it was probable that its equipment started the fire. Well, now it's been proven that it did. The power company filed for bankruptcy in January, and it's been targeted with billions of dollars related to deadly wildfires not that crazy?
4: Yeah, I'm wondering, like, what's going Everybody's to happen? Everybody's saying in-
1: that the PG&E bills are going to go up because of this, right? Yeah. And that's fucked if it takes it on to us. Like, but if what they're the filing do do for
4: do? bankruptcy, that means another company will be picking that yeah. up.
1: They could reallocate their assets, so to speak, and somebody else could pick up the slack and reinvest in the company. It could be totally fine because, honestly, we haven't seen any change in our bill yet.
4: Not yet.
1: So we'll nothing see. out of the ordinary anyway. Uh, Speaking of out out of the ordinary, let's touch on this real quick. I don't want to delve into it, but it was just really a fucked up thing that happened, in my opinion, that Alabama has signed a near-total abortion measure into law May 15th that imposes a near-total ban on abortion, making the new law the toughest in the country. It allows abortion excuse me, it outlaws abortion at every stage of pregnancy and doesn't have exemptions for rape or incest, allowing abortion only if a pregnant woman's health is at serious risk. And then if the doctor does it, they face up to 99 years in prison for performing one. It's set to go into effect in six months, but what people are saying is basically it's meant to be a challenge to Roe v. Wade with the goal of getting to the Supreme Court in hopes of having its now more conservative majority... That uh, Kavanaugh is on the Supreme Court, uh, turn the court. Uh, they're they're hoping that he's going to overturn the high court's 1973 decision Roe v. Wade. So, just off the bat, what do you guys think? I
2: don't well, even we'll, want to
4: touch this one. I
2: know we'll get hate mail if I open <laughs> my mouth about what I feel. Exactly. Well, I
1: think you should just speak your mind. You know, I feel that uh, it's a. I, I will note that the only people who voted for this were uh, Republican males that voted 25 to 12 or whatever the the, the count was. Uh, that I, I'm just kind of getting I don't know upset and uh, fed up with people like trying to tell a woman what they can or cannot do with their body. I don't feel we have a place as a society, as lawmakers, as males in this society to let a to to tell a woman. Anything to do with her body? Uh, you're,
2: so. I I I agree, and uh, I don't
1: know. That's how I feel, and I don't care. You no. send me some hate mail. Fuck you. You know? Yeah, yeah. Eat shit. I mean, I don't
2: own a uterus, and, and I don't care. If uh, I listen. So I, you know, what is my opinion worth? But I, I agree with you. I, I don't think anybody wants to get an abortion, but if somebody needs one, it should be
1: especially for rape or clean incest, and affordable. For God's sakes! I mean, I, I, I get it. You know, like, uh, you know, if you're a conservative, religious state, no abortions, okay, I understand that. But for rape or incest, how could you like let that go? You know? Well, that's
2: just it. If they, if they have that gives that it provision, a green light
1: for people that are like right. twisted like that. That are they're like, well, now we're not gonna. Might as well move to Alabama,
2: you know? I know. Well, some people want to take us back to the 1950s, 1850s, 1750s,
1: you know? I know, man. So anyway, let's move on. We don't want to. Dolly, did you want to say any last comments on that? Yes, as
2: the owner of a uterus.
4: Uh, as the owner of a <laughs> uterus living in Alabama, if you disagree with this, you can just go like just a few miles over to the next state because it's a tiny little state in the grand scheme of things oh, yeah, to get hopefully, it taken care of.
2: Hopefully you can. I've read about it, though. If you go across state lines to get an abortion because you're a citizen of the of the state of Alabama, uh-huh. you can still be fined and punished.
4: I, I mean... Unbelievable. It won't pass when it goes to the su- Supreme Court. <sighs>
1: I don't know. Let's have our fingers crossed that it people won't. will do the right thing and give people it's the choice. It's a state law
4: right now. It's not a, it's not.
1: But it's meant to stir things up. So we'll see what happens. It's meant
4: to stir things up and it's not going to go very far.
1: E-R.
0: You hear that? That's the sound of mother nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beasts on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process. Filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake, Yarr! You need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious. It's krillicious. Yarr.
1: All right. Well, in memoriam this week, uh, a great actress, Golden Globe, a winning actress, uh, and she had roles in the original Mod Squad and the original Twin Peaks. Her name was Peggy Lipton, and she, there's a picture of her in Twin Peaks as the uh, waitress, just a iconic, very cool actress. She was in, even in the recent remake of Twin Peaks, if you guys got a chance to check it out. She passed away Saturday on um, earlier this week with uh, her battle with colon cancer. So R.I.P. Peggy Lipton, great actress uh, in memoriam this week. Also, on this day, May 17th, 2017, Chris Cornell took his life after performing with Soundgarden. Um, kind of crazy what the trippy thing is. The last song he performed was the 1991 Soundgarden song, Slaves and Bulldozers, where he incorporated some of the Led Zeppelin song, In My Time of Dying. After the show, uh, he went to his hotel room. According to the metal examiner, he hung himself in the bathroom using an exercise band. Crazy, right? Hmm. On this day, May 17th, 2017.
4: Crazy. They didn't determine whether that was accidental or...
1: They didn't. Because I think they like, they ruled it a suicide. Uh, they didn't say it was, like, you know, a suspicious, you know, yeah, thing at all. Not saying
4: know. that he had a sexual fetish, but some people do.
1: Yeah, you never know, right? And, you And know, who knows the circumstance of that? I don't know. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, all right, conspiracy. <laughs> speaking of that, conspiracy corner. Uh, WhatsApp vulnerability lets attackers install spyware on phones by just calling. So if you guys got that WhatsApp have you heard of this? It's like a way of... Um, have you heard of it, Dahlia?
4: No. Uh, <coughs> I've heard of the term. I don't know what it is.
1: Basically, it's a way of texting with people on a app-like platform. You can text with someone like you would a phone, uh, regular if you had their phone number, but it the app is like... You can text like through the app, you know? I can text you... Through that, if, like, for example, say you had a cell phone that had charged you for every text message you sent, you can go to the WhatsApp, open it up, and text with someone through the app that's free. Like, you don't get charged per oh, text.
4: yeah. When my, um, yeah, somebody that I know went on vacation, they were in Croatia, and they said, if you want to contact me, uh, contact Use me WhatsApp. through WhatsApp.
1: Because that way, it yeah, and I think it has to do with also like service issues and and international. Yeah, you can use it internationally. That you can talk through this app anyway. So it was discovered earlier this month that the company quickly fixed this vulnerability that allows attackers to install spyware on a people's phones just by calling them. So it could be installed through a call even if the recipient didn't answer the phone, and it was developed by Israeli cyber intelligence. From an NSO group. Yeah, they're and, good. Yeah, and WhatsApp said it believes certain users were targeted via the vulnerability by an advanced cyber actor. That's wild, so be aware, guys, that shit does happen. This is a funny one here. Check this one out, guys. Mystery penis symbol spotted in parks using Google Earth. Someone burned <laughs> a giant penis into this park's grass These with, kids. Weed, with That's weed like a teenager
4: with huh? <laughs>
1: It's in Melbourne Australia. If you look up the park it's like something like TW something park in Australia. It's hilarious so <laughs> the guys
4: why the... not like a, an inspirational message? <laughs> why does it have to be a penis? No one cares. <laughs> well' it it's be m- like inspire in- the world yeah, or right. peace and love no, it's a penis. <laughs> Come on uh, uh, all
1: right and that's a great segue into weekly what the fuck? as a man... Look at this fucking nutbag guy. Here's his mugshot. God. Oh, this dude... He's a
4: mess, huh?
1: 30-year-old man was arrested in the Appalachian Trail in Virginia after he left... Uh, uh, okay, so here's the deal. He was arrested Saturday, May 11th, in a machete attack on two hikers that left a man dead and a woman seriously wounded. Suspect James Jordan of Massachusetts is expected to m- make his first court appearance earlier this week, May 13th, he was known to hike the Appalachian Trail under the name Sovereign, according to WCYB TV. It's a local TV station in the area, and they reported that he was arrested in April for threatening hikers before on the trail in Tennessee. He pled guilty and was sentenced to probation on that, but now he's killed this guy and his girlfriend. Isn't that crazy? Just you never know who who's out there on the trails and shit yeah, so it's honestly if you're it doesn't matter if you're in the Appalachian Trail of Virginia or if you're walking the woods in Humboldt, California, if you do not know the area and you don't know someone in that area, don't be walking out there by yourself and especially unarmed you know because you never know what you're gonna stumble onto out there. Uh, there's some wild people what a
4: machete like what is my pepper spray gonna do against a machete? Like seriously, you know all the hiding spaces. <laughs> no and they pepper spraying and shit. You.
1: you need to have a blade when on you're you. just
4: like sitting there, and like maybe you're having a snack real or a quick, gun. and he's been watching, and yeah, uh, yeah. But even Something. still, you have to be on alert. Anyway. It's a terrible.
1: So just be aware that shit's going on. That happened in Virginia. All right, uh, Britney Spears. Have you heard about this shit with Britney Spears? Uh, uh, apparently, yeah. she. Uh, so here's the deal. Her father, Jamie Spears, committed her to a mental health facility against her will and forced her to take drugs according to this website which is cited inside sources spears sent uh, spent 30 days uh, excuse me spears spent 30 days at an LA mental health facility after she stopped taking medication the conservatorship has been operating for 11 years a judge has not yet taken action and is ordering an expert to evaluate her sounds crazy is that right recently wow yeah this is just this week well, how on Friday, well, this past Friday. She's
4: a grown woman. How could her father have her uh, um, committed, committed to a mental, to a mental I don't institution? Know. I'm not sure. Against her will. I don't know. Unless she was just doing something totally crazy, like I bad. have no
1: idea. I'm not sure. Uh, no. Anyway, so let's move on. Um, did you hear about this Florida dad that joked about pawning his baby I in the, hate car? the news. Uh, They took it seriously. Here's the deal. This guy walked into a pawn shop in Florida last week and asked if he could pawn a baby. This was all caught on video footage. (laughs) I saw the video. It's crazy. The owner was speechless and asked him, what are you talking about? And the man repeated himself two more times. He then picked up the baby carrier and started to leave the store. The store owner called the police and he said, quote, I just need a babysitter for like two weeks, end quote. He later told the police that it was all a prank but police had already used many resources to make sure the child was safe. No charges were filed. Crazy, right? What's
4: wrong with you? Why would you even <laughs> joke about that? You know what could happen to your child? If you I know. To a, I, somebody who was behind you. He, the he, he must have been contract? on
1: drugs or something.
4: What the hell's wrong with you?
1: All right, more in weekly. Jeez, what the I'm fuck sorry. this week? Check this out, one. You're gonna love this. <laughs> students hack into a Florida high school system to send them email to parents about a mandatory penis inspection. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, this uh, you know, senior pranks have been happening throughout the years, but this one uh, apparently got these guys suspended, fined, and will not be able to walk their graduation. So he sent out this uh, thing that said it was a mandatory penis inspection for all male students. The email claimed the inspection was in accordance with Florida Penal Health Code sixty nine. Penal sixty nine, dude. Yeah, and added that the students who didn't pass the inspection could not graduate, so they got suspended. Fine, they won't be able to walk. <laughs> but bravo to you guys. Yeah, indeed. Tip, tip of the hat. Indeed, that's a, that's a funny one. All right, you need a, you need you guys need a job that pays ninety three thousand dollars, and all you got to do is test out luxury yachts. You're well, right. What's it's, the catch? it's a real job listed by sh- luxury shopping website Hush Hush, and it's recruiting someone to review the yachts before they are listed for sale. It pays $1,800 a week and requires the reviewer to live, eat, sleep on the yacht for a week and to thoroughly test out all its amenities, including every plug socket, door, bed, shower, and tap. The good news is that it's not necessary to have experience with yachts to apply, but you got to be 21 or older, have a valid passport, and be available on short notice. So go to the website, hush hush, and look for that luxury yacht tester. Wow. (laughs) Crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, Almost unbelievable, but uh, look at this. Charcoal-based toothpaste do not whiten teeth and could actually lead to tooth decay you guys heard about this charcoal toothpaste? Yeah. Have you ever used it?
4: I've not used it, but I work with people who use it, and their teeth are really white. Like, really, really white.
1: Yeah? Well, here's the deal. Uh, now experts are chiming in from King's College in London and the University of Manchester. They say it's all a sham. They say that the charcoal might actually absorb the fluoride needed to prevent tooth decay, and doesn't actually make teeth whiter, but merely resu- uh, removes stains, much uh, like regular brushing. One dentist adds, the problem is that there are so many celebrity endorsements and that social media posts about these products, but the claims made about them are unsupported by the evidence. So, uh, I guess a good point is keep brushing your teeth with regular toothpaste, but use this maybe every once in a while, uh, in a while to remove yeah, some like, stains. if
4: you're a coffee drinker or drink a lot of red wine. But
1: don't just use this as your primary... Yeah. Yeah, Toothpaste uh, Which looks absolutely My teeth are like super it's pitch sensitive black toothpaste. It looks so, so I can gross. only
4: use like my whitening toothpaste Like once a week Because my teeth get just so s- Sensitive like yeah. it hurts so. anyway, yeah, Regular toothpaste yeah, Alright
1: uh, More uh, what the fuck this week uh, She's gone Here's the picture of the It, said,
4: the it says she gone stolen van <laughs> It
1: does say she gone
4: <laughs> <laughs> She gone <laughs>
1: Uh, it's a brewery uh, in North oh. Carolina that they had their van stolen, and it was found 42 minutes, though, after they rewarded the return of it with a keg party. They promised whoever returned their van uh, with a keg party, well, the, f- the 42 minutes after they made that post, they got it back. And uh, they're actually going to be brewing a special beer called Van Theft Auto that'll be <laughs> sold for 25 cents a pint. So... All right, guys. Uh, we're almost done here. Company's new chicken nugget flavored ice cream what? is controversial. What do you think of this, guys? You're looking at the picture here of some, like, it's like the, um, what it's do you call like it? It's like a chicken and waffle. Cold stone. It's like ice cream on a cold stone. And there's actual chicken nuggets from McDonald's broken up into vanilla ice cream. Hmm. And more chicken nuggets on top as a garnish.
4: That's just, like, for somebody who is, like smoked way too much marijuana and is hungry. <laughs> no? And they're the only people who are going to want to do that? that. No? No, that sounds gross to me.
1: I, I, I'm thinking it's kind of maybe similar to like when you get French fries and you dip them in a, um, the you know, in a milkshake. Oh, sure. I don't... Like sweet and salty, sweet and I savory. I like
4: sweet and salty, but that is weird. All right, yeah, well... That's Texturally, it. to it's, me.
1: That's happening in um, in Dun, Dundalk, Ireland. So... Oh. It's not like it's happening here in the United States, but we'll see. Um, here's another thing, guys. Check this one out. Well, what? A cafe. A pickle yeah, and a sundae? That, this is a cafe in Festus, Missouri. Has started serving a pickle split sundae, swapping out the traditional ban- banana for a dill pickle spear. Hmm. The owner of the Pine Mountain Country Coffee House says she fell in love with the combination of pickles and ice cream. She, she
4: pregnant? Or? W- when she was
1: 17 years old and oh. tried it on a dare. Someone dared her, but she actually liked it. The version on the cafe's menu come with vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry with a dill pickle split down the middle. Lots of people are giving it rave reviews on social media. What do you guys think of that? Huh. <laughs> I don't know. I might try it on I a dare. I prefer I'd, a I a do like pickles. Split. I, just want a I do like ice cream. I don't know. Split. That sounds risky though it's risky all right guys what are your favorite types of fries if you had to choose between these four fries we we're looking at like criss cut we're looking at crinkle we're looking at curly and wedge if you had to choose between these types of fries which one would you choose
4: I don't discriminate against any form <laughs> of potato.
1: Yeah, I like them all, too. Yeah. I know, I know. A little bit of Lowry's. I, lo- I love yeah. them all. Lowry's season. But salt. if you were at a restaurant and they had four choices to come with your burger, yeah, what would you order? I'd get the crinkles.
4: Crinkles? Uh, you ever heard the of the crinkles? crinkles? I would get the, I, the crinkles. I think I would have to favorite. go with Criscut.
1: I think I got to go with Criscut.
4: cut aren't my favorite. It's either the crinkle or the... The jack-in-the-box fries down there. The on curly the ones? Yeah.
1: The curly ones are bomb. That was the one I was thinking right before that. But I don't know. I like the criss-cuts with ranch. Uh, I think there's some of the – oh, man, I get those at Carl's Jr. all the time. Mm. Those are killer. Anyway, so all right. So Twitter went a frenzy with this. Uh, people were arguing over which one because uh, someone was saying one's got to go. So out of these well, four – Well, no one
4: wants the steak fry, okay? No one wants that. See? Or the there potato you go. wedge. Okay. Unless it's dredged in cheese, bacon, sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> if You, you can't had to, serve it on its yeah, own. <laughs> okay, so another question for all
1: these four. Which one would you say no way to? Instead of your favorite, which one would you say no way?
4: Well, the the steak fries hold up to like all the things that I said, okay. the bacon, the cheese. The yeah, those are bomb
1: on some cheddar wedges, right?
4: Everything else holds up on its own, like the crinkle cut and the, the curly fries. You can just dip those in ketchup and they taste good. So
1: one's got to go. Which one's got to go?
4: The forever the it's steak? gone, okay, so oh, you're yeah
1: that's the that's the question Chris cut fry Chris cut dang you're wow. just like canceling mine out okay your 20 says order jeez <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the curlys okay, so you would be fine if curlys it weren't on the menu right and you're saying Chris cuts on the menu you're saying that's fine you'd rather have a steak fry
4: because I, the, I have more options <sighs> with the oh density God. of and the and the All right. Fair size. Enough. To Fair make enough. it into like what something a- grander, they can hold up to all of the ooey <laughs> they can. Stuff on the I agree, top. and
1: I love bacon cheddar potato wedges, anyway. so that's why I wouldn't cancel them out. Well, What happened on the Twitterverse?
4: Yeah. Oh, they
1: were, it was just blowing up. People were like, it just turned into this viral post because people no, were like. And no, there was
4: no consensus? No,
1: there was no consensus. It was just people back and forth arguing like, you're crazy. Curly fries are good. Or like what we're saying, you're, you know, wedges hold up to, you know, bacon cheddar potato wedges. Come on. And then people were like, crinkles are classic, you know, it's from my childhood. Crinkles
4: and- are the best.
1: And they're the classic type of fry, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I don't know, you guys In my opinion, only You guys check it out for yourselves and decide. Anyway, that's it for us this week. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Garage Rock Show podcast. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Peace. Good night. Good night. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under US and international copyright and trademark laws the information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of The Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.